Episode 99 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Berkici.ca, the best of Italy, and delivered straight to your door anywhere in Canada. Viva l'Italia with Berkici.ca. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. What's happening? Zappening. Zappening. What's up? Hey now. Hi. Hey. Uh, it's Freeway Frank. One episode away. I don't know what that was. One episode away from 100. This is the great one. 99. See what I did there? Hope you're doing all right. It's Tuesday. And there's a reason why the last couple of weeks you've only heard one podcast per week. It's because I had to time it appropriately so that the 100th episode was a special one. And I had to make sure that the guest that's coming on the next podcast, the Thursday edition, number 100, was going to be here just to make 100% sure. See what I did there again? No pun intended. Anyway, the person will be here. The podcast will be on in 48 hours. And I will announce who that special guest for a very special 100th edition of the Drive-By Podcast with Freeway Frank will be by the end of this podcast. So be listening in. I'm going to kick this off, this podcast off, with um, signs that when you're dating a new guy, this is for women. But I love women. And I, I see my statistics. And even though I have a lot of men listening to the podcast, it still leans women. It's like, 60, but close to 60% female, about 40% male. But that's changing all the time. So it seems to be balancing out more than my radio days when it was more like 72, 73% women. Okay, I'm not complaining. But this is a service, a public service for women by Freeway Frank. The uh, Well, I used to have a segment years ago called The Expert Male Opinion. I'm no expert. I was just being facetious when I was saying that, uh, joking. Maybe I was trying to be all tough and cool when I was younger. Yeah, I'm the expert male. Not true. But here are things I've learned over the years. So I'm offering that advice, giving that advice to women who are dating right now. They might be using Bumble or Tinder or any of those apps that I never got a chance to use. Which My, my dating life would have been very different had I had those apps today or if I were single today. Mind you, I did meet my wife on MySpace, so... Some might call me the original creeper. I say I was the original Tindor or the original Bumbler. That was me. I knew what it was already for in 2006, even though they weren't saying it. I was writing a woman, and my wife was one of a couple of women that replied, and uh, she's the one. That's how she became the one, the great one. I like that. So when should you run? When should you run from a new guy you're dating? Let me start with all these things. I, I wrote down a couple of notes because I didn't want to forget these things, okay? So I, I wrote down the most important, I guess, flags. If you, these are white flags. You, you see these, or red flags, I should say. White flags is surrender. Red flag is run, right? Like a big hurricane is coming, something dangerous. So these are the red flags. He asks you to pay half the bill or any part of the bill. It's okay, by the way, if you treat, that's fine. But none of this 50-50. Aren't you embarrassed? Guys, seriously. And especially if 
he asks for half or any percentage of the bill, run. This is not a good sign of things to come. Any man, first of all, I know it's a, women have fought for equal rights for the longest time, but it's still gentleman-like for a man to want to care and take out a woman and pay for it. And especially on date one, if he's not paying and you're splitting the bill, I know a lot of people do this. I'm not going to single out the people who do this here in my home province of Quebec. Uh, a lot of people do this. And uh, it bothers me. It's always bothered me. Okay, I've always paid, even when I was dating, always. And every like... 13th or 14th time, 20th time, 30th time, uh, the female would pay. I never did any of this half-half unless I was in a relationship for two, three years and I only had half the money on me and I was with the girlfriend who I loved. It was like, whatever, and it happened, right? But when you're trying to impress a woman, especially at the beginning, it's, there's nothing more embarrassing than asking her to pay. Well, you know what? I'll get the bill. You pay the tip. No, you get the whole bill. Okay, and no 50-50. And he does any of that? Run. You go to his house. And he has nothing in his fridge. Pay attention when he opens his fridge. Most men, you know, that have some kind of conscience will be very aware that they're opening their fridge and that the person that is there who's come back to their home is seeing it. They'll be embarrassed. They're not going to open it wide open. Any person that opens their fridge wide open, it's because the, the fridge is full. Any person that opens, you know, even when you have people over, any person that opens the fridge a quarter of the way, Two, two things they're trying to do. One, they don't want to show you there, there's not a lot of food in there because you might judge them. Or the types of foods they may have may embarrass them. They might be eating things that are not good for them and unhealthy. They don't want you to see that. So it's the same thing with a guy who cares. If you open a guy's fridge, well, you shouldn't be opening anybody's fridge unless you're comfortable, you're a family member, or you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, right? You shouldn't be walking to somebody's house for the first time opening their their fridge. It's It's inappropriate. But if they open their fridge and it's empty, run. An empty fridge means he doesn't care about feeding you. Okay, maybe the first time, I'll give him one time. Like, if you go back to his place unexpectedly after a night out, I'm not saying it's necessarily a one-night stand, but, you know, like you've met him a few times. It's the first time you go back to his house, he opens up the fridge. Maybe he wasn't ready for what's about to come, okay? And so maybe not his fault. The second time you go to his place, if the fridge is still empty, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care enough to fill it up because he's not worried about feeding you. And we know a well-fed woman is a happy woman. Run if his fridge is empty or if it only has beers or milk, a carton of milk, which is kind of open. So, you know, he's drinking it straight from the carton. Oh, that's another one. Run. His TV, you come in to his apartment, condo, wherever he lives and his TV is not mounted on the wall. His TV is still on, you know, one of, and, and I get it if it's in transition, okay? But it, meaning it's, he just got it, so he got one of those TV stands, whatever. That's okay. But, but you know, this is 2023. If somebody has a nice television, they have to mount it. If it's not mounted, run. <laughs> what it tells me is that they're either lazy to do it, or they're moving a lot, and they don't want to put it on the wall because they're going to move again. And why are they moving so much? What's going on that they're moving so much? What, what, what don't you know? Run. If he has a cat, you walk in and he has a cat. Any guy who's single and has a cat, I would be concerned about. I'd, I'd worry about it. I'm not trying to put down people who have cats now, because I know people are very protective that have cats. You're either a cat lover or a dog lover. Sometimes there's no in-between. Sometimes people have both, cats and dogs. Like my in-laws, they have two dogs and they have two cats. 
So they're cat and dog people. They're animal people. But then they got chickens. They got, uh, it's like a zoo over there. But if you go over to a guy's house and he only has a cat, uh, run. Because a real man, a real man has a dog. Let's be honest. You go into his bathroom. Again, if it was unexpected, you might give him a one-time allowance to clean up his bathroom. If he just came there, you're there for... You know what's about to happen. Maybe it's a one or two night stand. You can't judge him, maybe. But any guy that has a ring around his bath, toilet, or sink, it means he didn't clean up before you arrived. Doesn't care what you think. And any man that likes you cares about what you think. Run. Run. He still has a pic. So he has a bunch of pictures on his fridge. Or he has uh, you know, a picture of a woman in a frame that's not his mom, which I would still be concerned about if it just has a picture of his mom, and look, uh, I'm, I love my mom, but picture of the guy and his mom when it's up. I mean, the guy could lo- lo- love his mom without having the picture up there, a full-size picture of him and his mom. It means he's a mama's boy. It means his mom will always come before you. Well, chances are that's always the case. But if he advertises it and it's in a frame, that's never a good sign. And if it's a picture of a girl that doesn't look like his mom, is probably his ex, and, he, and then he says something like, you know, like, who's this? Oh, I forgot to take it down. Run. That's a picture of his ex-girlfriend that he's still hanging on to. And he's like, oh, I didn't have time to take it off my fridge. It's with all my other stuff on my fridge. Who posts stuff on the fridge anymore? People still do that. I guess some people still do that. Look, the nicer your fridge gets, you're not posting shit on it. Okay? I remember I used to post stuff on my fridge when I didn't care. As my fridge, meaning my life got better. And the better the fridge got, I'm just being honest, the less I put on it. And I remember my wife still wanted to put stuff on the fridge. When when our, our fridge got nicer, okay, and I was like, no, we're not putting anything on the fridge. And then she agreed, yeah, it looks ugly. It doesn't it doesn't look nice. Look, if he has a picture of his ex or a bunch of girls you can't recognize or too many girls on there, run. It's never a good sign. If if he didn't shower and he's you've been out all night with him and he comes home to his house and he excuses himself because something's about to happen intimate with both of you, you know what I mean? And he doesn't beeline to the bathroom to clean up. Now, yes, he should have done it before. He showered before. But again, maybe you've been out three, four, five, six hours, and now you head back to his house after a night of being out. He hasn't had that chance to make sure he's clean up there, down there, everywhere. But if he doesn't make that effort, run. Because one of the first things I always did when I brought, you know, a girl was back at my house is I, I went and checked. I went and checked the goods. And the reason why is he had a whole night. He went to the bathroom. So you change. You, you change your underwear. You give it a little, you know, put on the fan in the bathroom. Do what you have to do to make sure you're okay. Even if I showered before, morning and before, I would shower in the morning. I would shower before the date. I got home. You never know. Emergency. Pull handle here. Yeah, I'm going to make sure everything is okay down there. He has no booze or a bottle of wine. Women love, most women love a bottle of wine. They, they like that. When a guy... You know, it's like, let me open up a bottle. They open it up a bottle. It's nice. It's something sexy, seductive about it. Well, at least back when I was dating, okay? Even when my, my, I have wine with my wife and all that, you know, it's like you're having a nice night. She, and she, all of a sudden, she starts lighting candles. It's nice. But if he doesn't have at least one bottle of wine, again, first time, I'm always, I'm giving him that exemption. But then after that, he should know better. He should have some kind of booze available. And you know what's not going to cut it? The shitty booze. Uh, Jack Daniels, um, all this, 
all this booze that nobody really drinks, but it's kind of there. It's like I call it uh, the, the stash of stuff that came from the generation prior who never finished it. Then it's just there. He's, he's got a couple, a couple of really bad bottles of booze. That doesn't count. And he offers you uh, the Amaretto. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, it has to be nice bottles of wine. Make some effort, guys. Or good quality booze, nice bottles of wine. Even a decent bottle. Okay, any bottle of wine at this point. But he should have at least one to offer you. You go out on a date and he decides to use a coupon or a gift card. And you haven't become official yet. Any date before you become boyfriend and girlfriend, run. Run. Did I say run before the other booze thing? Run, by the way. If he doesn't have any booze or a bottle of wine, run. And uses a coupon gift card before you've become official. Run! Like sprint, get out of there because that's never a good sign. Now, tell you a story here. I once went on a date with a woman. It was a first date. Okay, I'm not going to lie. It was my hairdresser when I lived, hairstylist when I lived back in Toronto. She was a very attractive woman. I went out on a date with her and I took her out. Back in the day in radio, they used to give famous players cards. Okay, remember the famous players theaters? So, this is a card to all media people that quote, deserved it, whatever that means. And you would get free movies. Anytime you want, you could go to the movies. Anytime you want, and you could take somebody. So this famous player's card was gold, right? And when you didn't get it, and some of the other radio hosts got it, you didn't get it, you would freak out, and the other radio hosts would get jealous. It was like, oh, did he get it? And I didn't get it. You know, he's only on in the evening or the afternoon. I do the morning show, you know, all that, that crap. But this is how regarded it was. I never used a coupon. I never used any of that. I was always very aware of what was going on on my dates, how I looked. But we went for a nice dinner. I paid for dinner, obviously. We had nice drinks. We had a bottle of wine. Then we end up at the movie theater. She goes, what are you doing? She was Greek, I remember, okay, in Toronto. And she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, what? And she goes, you're using a coupon on our first date? And I go, no, it's my famous player's card. And she's like, what's that? Because it's like a gift card. I go, no, it's not a gift card. She goes, it's a gift card. I go, it's not a gift card. It's, I'm in media. I get free movies everywhere I go. She goes, you're going to use that on our first date. This is what she said. And I said, yeah. She goes, but, uh, you know, like, what, you want me to pay for it? She goes, well, it's our first date. I go, so wait, hang on. I get free movies anywhere I go in Canada, coast to coast. I step foot in any famous player's theater. I get a free movie for myself and my guest. That's you. You want me to pay for it because she goes, yes, it's embarrassing. I'm like, no, if you don't like it, too bad. So we didn't last too many other dates after that. But was that a bad thing I did? Even at the time, I played it back in, in my mind. I even mentioned it to my, my wife. And she said, well, what, what was wrong with that? It's, it wasn't a coupon. It wasn't a discount code. It was a, this is a card. It was like a gold MasterCard, you know, or, or not a, how do you say it, a platinum American Express. I could use this and do whatever I want. And so why she wanted, the fact that she wanted, to me, that was the red flag for me. The fact that she wanted me to pay there, even though I had the cart, she was like, she goes, she was like, no, I'll pay for it. She was embarrassed. She didn't get it. She didn't get the whole concept that I'm in media and they want us to go see these movies because they want us to talk about it on the air. That's why they gave it to us. She didn't get that. She wanted me to pay for it. And that, like, we didn't last too much longer. My attraction to her was, uh, was not up there. It was physical and that's it. It started and ended and uh, so did our um, little, uh, our business transactions after that ended as well, uh, meaning I didn't get my hair cut there anymore. She really cut a nice set of hair. 
As you're listening to this, can you see what I'm talking about? Like, is it me or did I did I do something wrong? Or it's not at all the same thing. And I'm cutting out the coupon. I get in the in the mail the flyers in the mail, and I'm using it on the first day. No, completely different. That's tacky. But having a famous player's big card means, wow, this guy must be important. He gets all his movies for free. You would think, no, not at all. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast, <laughs> number 99, is brought to you by Berkichi.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-C-I.ca. Check them out online right now. Wherever you get this podcast, you'll see it underlined below, Berkichi.ca. Click on it. You'll get to the virtual shopping cart. Then you'll go section by section, olive oils, pastas, whatever you're looking for, whatever they have in the store, the actual brick and mortar store they have online, and you could order anywhere you're listening into. Maybe you're in Vancouver going, they're not going to deliver here. Yes, they are. You're in Calgary? Yes. Hamilton, Toronto, wherever you live, you might live in a city whose little Italy doesn't have the certain products that Berkichi gets. I'm telling you, I've seen products berkichi.ca that I haven't seen in stores anywhere else and I've gone to some of the top Italian stores in Canada. This is the number one Italian food store in the country. No doubt about it. Even better online. Go there. You don't even have to leave your house ever. berkichi.ca. Coming up in just a little bit, I will be announcing the 100th episode special guest that I will have on the Thursday edition of the podcast in just a couple of days from now, so do not miss it. Of course, the people who can't um, can't wait any longer, they've probably already done it. The minute I mentioned it off the top of this podcast, and that's the beauty of listening on Spotify or Apple, wherever you might be listening, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, even though I could see that, by the way. <laughs> I could see people who listen right through, people who stop listening after four minutes. There's a graph. They show you the graph. So, you could measure exactly what people like that you're talking about and things that people don't like. And of course, if people are excited to hear who I'm having on for the 100th episode, they're not waiting. They're, maybe they've got, but, but it's like, I've always been the type of person that I like to wait till the last minute to open up my birthday gifts, my Christmas gifts, you know? I'm not the type of person that I want it to last. I want the moment, the anticipation to last. That's the way I've always been. I've never been a, I've always hated opening up gifts at midnight. You know, Christmas or yeah, I can't wait anymore. I open them. I've never been that kind of guy, and I've always been rid- ridiculed because of that from my family members, including my sister, who has always said, "Oh, Frank, you're always you're like a kid." That's the way I am. I never liked it. Patience. Listen to what I'm saying now. We'll we'll get to the announcement, and you're gonna love it coming up in just a tiny bit. So in America, they want this year. They're gonna be doing a Easter's coming up in a couple of days. Happy Easter, by the way, if you do celebrate Easter uh, in just a couple of days in the, during the weekend, because I won't be talking about this on the Thursday 100th show, so happy Easter, and I hope you enjoy whatever you celebrate. I uh, hope you have a great time with your family, but in America, they want a potato hunt this year, meaning they've suggested Americans, and the White House, I believe, is going to be doing a potato hunt instead of an Easter egg hunt, because eggs are so expensive. This hasn't been announced here in Canada yet, but it wouldn't surprise me. So imagine painting, they're suggesting you paint potatoes. This is, the world is crumbling, by the way. 2023, you've heard it all? Yeah. Too expensive for eggs now? Never mind the Easter egg hunt and hiding the Easter eggs. No, you'll be hiding potatoes. Now, don't potatoes 
they, they come from the ground, okay? So you're going to be, what, hiding them in the ground, and then some won't be found, and then those things that come out of potatoes come out of potatoes in your pantry or potato stash are going to be coming out of the ground, and then finally they're going to be uncovered weeks after? I don't know. This is, potatoes are in. So now they're even trying to ruin Easter, right? You can't say Christmas. You can't have Easter eggs. It's Easter potatoes now. Christmas, we know. You can't say Merry Christmas. We know that, even though I always say it. Uh, what? Earlier, a month before that, United States, they eliminate. You can't say Black Friday anymore. Two and two is, is racist. Two and two is not four. You ask anybody who's woke, two plus two could be anything. Okay? Well, mathematically, it's four. Yeah, we know that, but... But maybe somebody sees it a different way because yeah, we don't want to offend anybody. So that's the kind of world we live in now. We live in a world where uh, Dylan uh, Mulvaney, you know, I was talking about Dylan uh, Mulvaney, who was on Drew Barrymore a couple of weeks ago and um, both on the floor uh, crying. And Dylan is the spokesperson or pitch person for Budweiser. Budweiser put uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, can you imagine? No, it's not going to be, you know, Budweiser is not going to put on the face of uh, Budweiser on on, the, on their logo. They're not going to put a sports athlete that everybody follows where they sell their beers. They're not going to put... No, they're, they're also going to go down that road and they're going to put Dylan Mulvaney. Now, I believe that it was just a special edition can they did for special influencers, but they wanted Dylan to feel like they were inclusive, Budweiser. So, of course, Budweiser has gone down Woke Avenue as well. And, you know, like uh, Budweiser should know their base. And uh, they're based. They're not gonna like that, okay? Because again, it's not about transgender rights. It's about once you're shoving it down people's throats. I've said this for uh, over and over in the last couple of podcasts. Once you 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 keep shoving it down people's throats, you go woke, you go broke. That's how it happens. See now the NHL suggested this was gonna happen. I predicted this was gonna happen a couple of podcasts ago. Eventually, they'll have no choice but to pull back. And pull away from the Pride Nights and all that because the uh, the NHL, the, the fans, will start to turn on them like I have uh, because we don't like when sports become political and politicized. I don't. So they'll have no choice but to rethink how they're going to do and support the LGBTQ plus community, which there are many other ways to do it instead of forcing all players to do it or vilifying the players that don't want to put on the rainbow jersey. That's all I'm saying. I can say anything I want. This is the Drive-By Podcast with Freeway Frank. Who else? Have you seen this new TikTok trend? It's called, and I wish I could show the picture right now, but I'm probably going to share it on my Instagram stories. It's called, the new trend is called, I got my whore gene from my mom. And it shows, you know, a very hot mother, MILF, right? And with her daughter, who and the daughter is, I mean... This particular picture that I'm looking at, daughter can't be, can't be older than 18 years old. She's got to be underage, okay? So already I feel inappropriate looking at this picture, but maybe she's 18. I'm not sure. But her chest is out, right? So you see the girl's cleavage, and you see the mom's cleavage sticking out, and they're both doing this. You know those things you see on TikTok where the girl is always bouncing? Not that I'm watching, but you know, maybe. And the girls are always like bouncing their boobs, 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 and they're wearing something, and their boobs are jumping, like going up and down. And then they do one big push towards the screen, and all of a sudden they're in a bikini, and the boobs. I see it everywhere on my feed. So now there's a new one called, the trend is called, I got my whore jean from my mom. But the thing that I find so inappropriate about this is that there's a mother 
who's dressed up provocatively with her daughter that's mimicking her, and they're both doing this little with the bouncing boobs. But again, even if the girl is 18 and of age, is this not weird? I look back, I can't help but think and look back at when you were growing up, when I was growing up, you know, whether you grew up in the 80s, the 70s, the 90s, the double O's, whenever. I mean, can you imagine your mother doing something like this? Doing a video where her boobs are coming, practically coming out of her chest, and then you're in the same video as your mom. I mean, look, your mom, I'm sure back in the day, you know, our parents and all that, they had just as much fun as we had, right? We're all sexual beings. We, we, we all uh, discover our bodies. We all enjoy over the years, right? Indulge, right? And intimacy and all that. I'm not saying that they weren't kids too and all that, but something that I would never want to do is anything sexual, meaning being a being a picture with a family member doing something provide. It's weird. It's absolutely weird. And it doesn't matter how hot the mom is, how hot the daughter is. The daughter could do her things on TikTok, tac, tic, tic, and she can do the mom stuff on her own. But once they do something together and it's provocative, then yeah. Does it surprise you that it's called, I got my whore gene from my mom? It doesn't surprise me. But then when it becomes a trend, then you know it's popular, right? People are doing it. Have you seen the new trend? Yeah, I'm going to do it. So that what? People are jumping aboard this trend? In ba- yes, because it's a trend. It's everywhere now. 2023, folks. 2023. It's that time to finally mention, I'm going to take a sip of water. Here's a big announcement. Fresh too. I love my water, by the way. And my friend who's, who grew up here was at my house on Saturday, and he said, uh, the water, uh, how is this water so good? And I use a system. I, and I'll say it. I use a system called the Kinetico system. It's a reverse osmosis system that I've had with me for the, over the last decade. And it's freaking amazing. Okay, And I wish uh, they were paying me now to, to say this, but this is how much I love them. Right? I'm saying it on my own. They are incredible. And he says, "How this?" he goes, this can't be city Brossard City Water. I go, it is, but I have a system. He goes, this is the best water I've ever tasted. I go, I know. It's amazing. It's Connecticut. And he goes, because Brossard water stinks. And I go, I know, because when I'm showering, I smell it. And when I'm at my sink, my bathroom sink, I smell it even when it's coming down and it's running. I smell it. But my water does not smell like that. So another sip. And the announcement coming up on episode 100 of the Drive-By Podcast with Freeway Frank. A very special guest will be joining me finally after the fourth attempt. She said yes. She always said yes, but the person's very busy. You want to take a guess? She, she, she. I know she didn't do it on purpose, but she's finally Coming on the drive-by, Natasha Gargiulo will be joining me, and I can't wait. A very candid conversation. Now, we've talked about a lot of things since losing our gig in the you know, last three and a half years, but never a conversation like this, never as open, never as candid. You know, we may have talked on Instagram a couple of times. We may have said things in videos. You may have seen us quoted in the paper, but in terms of what happened, in terms of how we came to this point and all that. Certain things were never discussed. And Natasha will be here and we'll talk about it all in an almost 75-minute podcast. Natasha and I will be reunited together, Freeway and Natasha, and 
Not only am I making the announcement that Natasha will be joining me on the Drive-By Podcast on Thursday, but Tash and I will have an announcement this Thursday as well, and I hope you could join me this Thursday on the Drive-By Podcast Special Edition 100th Podcast, just like that, and I hope you could join us. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast number 99 is sponsored by Berkici.ca for the best of Italy and the finest in Italian products. Go to Berkici.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I.ca. Click on the link below. You will see it underlined. And order from anywhere in Canada. They will deliver straight to your door. Berkici.ca. I encourage you to give this podcast five stars if you can on Spotify, comment or review on Apple, any other podcast platform you're using. If they ask you your thoughts and opinions, you can even comment now on Spotify. Please do. Thank you so much for listening in. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.